Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Super excited to be here with you today. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. By the way, for those of you who signed up for that my Sales Mastery Academy online platform, thank you. We're having a banner month. People are signing up. You're serious about wanting to learn how to sell. Thank you. I appreciate your business. Now, today's question comes from Kevin. I'll just use his first name to keep him anonymous because Kevin has a question and I just don't know about this question. I originally, when I read the question, I kind of, in all honesty, I kind of said, nah, I don't want to answer this question. But then I said, you know what? There's some things that we can learn from this question that I think we'll all benefit from. Now, this falls under the category of B2C, but if you're B2B, again, just hang out. It might be interesting. The question from Kevin is, hi, Victor. I've been watching you on YouTube and I got to admit, you're the best I've seen. Kevin, I love you, man. Uh, What you say actually makes sense. Here's my dilemma. I currently sell perfume at an indoor flea market, and it's basically my own little store. I love flea markets, by the way. My wife won't let me go into them because I just enjoy them too much. You said, continue. The perfume I sell are off-brands, our version of, in quotes, not expensive originals you'll see at Macy's. Now, I sell everything from $10 uh, each and just started doing three for 25. The problem isn't price as everyone loves the $10, but the problem I'm having is as soon as I tell the people that they are high quality versions of the original, they turn around and walk away as if they thought they were getting the original for $10, which is impossible. I would agree. What can I say to them to convince them that my $10 versions are better than the $80 originals? They like the smell, but some say they don't last as long. That's why they prefer the originals. Any advice would help. It's mostly the older people who get discouraged It's not the, that, the, that it's not the original. Sometimes I tell them that you can smell the same and have more money in their pocket. Nice pitch. Thanks for your time, Kevin. P.S. By the way, I have signs saying was $20, but now only $10. P.P.S. Most objective people say... Uh, most objectives people say are, or objections rather, the scent doesn't last as long or it smells similar but not exactly the same. These are my two big objections. And this third PPS. Also, as people are walking away or walking by, what is something I can say to get them into my store? You know, Kevin, this is a tough one because, again, this is um, this is not my strong suit, but I also know that from a product value standpoint, it is my strong suit. So let's start out with, you know, just, again, we're, we're, give you my headspace, Kevin. I hesitate to answer this question because, you know, again, I'm going to assume, Kevin, that you're selling this stuff like legally. You know what I mean? You're not putting, you know, somebody else's brand on the bottle. You know what I mean? I'm assuming that you're selling it under your brand. And if it's not under your brand, you really shouldn't do this because, again, I think when you sell knockoffs, remember the movie by Jean-Claude Van Damme? That was a great movie. By the way, I digress. Sorry. But anyway, when you're selling knockoffs, you're really, you know, I believe you're stealing from other companies who've invested time, money, and effort to develop the products, to develop the brands, and I'm not about that. You know what I mean? So I am hoping that this is your concoction. This is your brand, and I'm going to call it, you know, Kevin, you know, Cologne. Kevin Cologne. That's a pretty good name, actually. Kevin's Cologne, right? So if you're selling that, and people say, and again, I'm assuming you're selling something legally here, 
that, you know, when people are suspicious about low price, that's the one thing. See, one of the things I would hesitate, Kevin, if, if you have your own brand and you're selling at $10, immediately my brain runs to, why is this so cheap? If it's so good, why is this so cheap? And then you have a, a sign that says $20 down to 10, which means you've discounted it before I even ask for a discount. So you're basically transmitting to me cheap, cheap, cheap. I'm in big neon signs, you're saying cheap, cheap, cheap. Now, I get it. People go to flea markets to get deals. I get it, Kevin. But that said, you know, again, when you're lowering your price, $20 to $10, that's what your sign says. And when people see $10 for what you claim to be as good as, I think your question, your statement was, it's as good as the original. You know, I mean, first of all, that's a big statement to make. So the fact that you're saying that, but you're selling it for 10 bucks, immediately as a buyer, I'm thinking, what's wrong with it if it's only 10 bucks? That's the problem with pricing things too cheaply. We have this thing about supply and demand, right? And if I lower the price, you know, and all of a sudden of my supply, the demand will go up. And there, you know, we think there's this inverse proportional relationship. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes when you lower your price, it has the exact opposite effect. People will buy less because they think it's junk. So again, maybe you're selling it, suggestion one, maybe you're selling it too cheap. And that's a problem. I would keep it at 20 and maybe even 30 bucks. I think that would be the price range I would work with because immediately I want to get people who are who appreciate the smell of perfume or cologne, right? That's what you want. People who want to just spend 10 bucks, you know, they're just going to walk away all the time. So I would raise my price. That would be my, uh, my thing. Second, if they're saying it doesn't it doesn't smell as like the other one or it doesn't last as long and you say yes it does, what proof do you have? See, this is interesting. You've got to come up with proof, Kevin. You know, people want to know. Okay, prove it to me. Tell me that it works that way. So my question to you is, does it smell the same? And how long does it last? Do you know? And if you say yes to both of these, yes, Victor, it does smell the same. And yes, it lasts lo as long, if not longer. How would you prove it? Do you have any proof? People want proof. In business, it's all about what? Showing proof. So again, that would be my second thing. One is I think you should raise your price, right? Because that gives your product more legitimacy. Second, you gotta have proof. What proof can you develop, you know, to show people that, hey, you know, this could, you know, this is just as good if not better. Hey, and keep in mind, every time you have a me too product, you have to prove to people that yours is just as good. And that's what you're doing here, Kevin. You have a me too product, and that's a problem. So unless you find a way to prove it to them, that's always gonna be a challenge for you. Number three, so when you look at the solution, I want you to think about this. You know, if you have to provide proof, you know, maybe, Kevin, maybe an idea would be, you know, that, and this will tie into trying to get people to come to your booth. Maybe you can do like, remember the Coca-Cola Pepsi blind tests where they, you know, basically took the labels off both of them? And maybe you can do something like that at a flea market. I don't know if it's possible, but I want you to think about that. Maybe that one way to get them in is say, hey, can you tell the difference between A and B and put it on, you know, put it in a box or something. And if they, if they guess it, right, you know, you can give them some, something really small. But the key is to get them in the booth. So maybe doing a blind smell test might get people to come to your booth. So again, three things. One is raise your price. Two, you got to show them proof. Three, if you want to pull them into your booth, maybe do a, a, a smell test, and that may answer the question about does it smell the same, right? But another thing you might want to consider is, I don't know, maybe even find a way to monitor this. So here's some final thoughts. 
Selling a version of, you know, quote unquote, of this is similar as that is always a short term strategy. Again, Kevin, I prefer you come up with your own mix or brew and call it, you know, uh, Kevin's Cologne, you know, the Suave Perfume for Men, and sell your own brand because that's a long term game. Selling knockoff products, and again, I'm not saying you're doing that, but just if you're selling knockoff products, that's a short term game. You know, waiting around to make 10 bucks is not a real business model in the long run. But if you created your own brand, you know, uh, labeled it and branded under your name for your business, then now you can start building your own business. And again, you can't get away from the proof when you're selling a Me Too product. You have to prove to them. So be creative in your selling. If the biggest objection is it doesn't smell the same, do the blind taste test. You know, and if it won't last as long, again, what can you do to prove to them it does last as long? Here's an idea. You know, give it to X amount of people that you know, just to take, you know, to test. And just say, here, try this, mic, try this cologne by me and just tell me, you know, keep track of it. I'll give you the free bottle. Just tell me how long does it last. Keep track of that. Or maybe you can do a side-by-side test, you know, with, you know, the actual brand and then your brand. So you can take both brands, right, your brand and their brand, and maybe do a litmus test paper where you put them on a piece of paper and then basically monitor how long the scent or the smell stays actually on the paper. Do that for a while and maybe come up with your own test and prove to people that, you know, hey, not only have I had people actually use it and tell me how long it lasts, you know, based on a sample of, you know, 50 people. But you can also tell them, hey, we've also done this in-house study. So again, keep this in mind. There's different ways of doing that. Lastly, again, I'm not a fan of selling knockoff brands as they hurt the original company or investor. Kevin, build your own brand. Be Kevin. And again, once you build your brand, you can sell it more effectively and get away from selling it at 10 bucks. Again, 10 bucks is not a long-term game. Getting the Kevin brand up to 50, 60, 70 bucks, oh, that's the long-term game, if you know what I mean, Kevin. So go that route. I wish you the best. That's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my new online sales training platform, the Sales Mastery Academy. We're having a great month. Thank you guys for signing up. For those of you who have, we have a lot of people coming on the system. Over 24 courses, 300 videos, 12 of my books on sales and motivation, webinars, and much more. Again, I've priced this so anyone can afford to get on the platform. So if you're serious about increasing your sales ability, check me out at salesmasteryacademy.us. That's salesmasteryacademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.